Mature Monday, man. Yeah, mature. Oh, mature Monday. Gotta be mature about it. Gotta be so mature. Well, well, while waiting for our co-host, AI to join, I think we might as well discuss what we're gonna talk about. Oh, yeah, we should. Uh, So, what are we talking about, AS? Oh, my, my, my mature topic. Yeah, what's what's the so, mature topic? I think you might as well talk about COVID-19. Oh, that's pretty mature. That's mature stuff. It's pretty mature. Okay. Well, alongside it, we can talk about other pandemics. Hey, AI. Hey, now, you gotta be mature today. Very mature, like yesterday. Yeah, no f- stuff. No, you know, not the last one. No funny. No. Oh. Sure. Should, should we get started? Yeah, sure. Also, yesterday, uh, I realized that they do have adverts in comic books. Sorry, yeah, they was... do. Yeah, they do. I don't know, it just seems. This guy never read a comic book. <laughs> No, okay, I was thinking like, imagine reading a novel, right? How can you do that? Yeah, like in between chapters or something. Yeah, in between chapters. No, I don't know. I, I, I was reading um, In a Robinson Crusoe. It's a great book, by the way. I should do a book review on it. But, you know, I was reading the old version. There's no chapters. And it's so rambly, it's it's hard to get through. Yeah. So, it's just, mainly just monologue. It's broken down in a different way. It's like, once he's on the island, it's broken down into a diary entry sort of structure. Spoiler alert. But, um, so you've got dates and everything. But, it starts off like that. And once it, and it sort of goes off on a tangent. And like, it gets deep into a topic that lasts over a few days. So, in diary entry structure like that, so it's like in regular diary entry. Uh, I don't know. I need to give it a read then. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good book. <coughs> I know. Robert, it's just something Robinson. Similar book, similar similar sort of story. But I think that's more palatable. In its original version. Anyways, that's that's all about topic, right? Let's talk about topic. Pandemics. This is the pandemic episode. Viruses. No, let's just talk about viruses. Viruses. Let's start. Uh, You seem to be a biology expert. Break down a virus for us. Okay. Virus. Uh, viruses. Uh, is it real? Is it not real? I mean, are they alive? No, sorry, are they alive? Not real. Okay. <laughs> like, wrong wrong word choice. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure people know out there what I was trying to hint at. Yeah, are they alive or are they not alive? That's the thing, right? With the purely yeah. RNA. But you can get bacteria in RNA, can you? Or is it only... Okay, you, okay no. For bacteria, they have two types of DNAs. Uh, they have RNA and they also have like plasmids and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, but viruses, 
they can't really live by themselves. You know, they're they're dependent on us. Some might say they have a what a it's not symbiotic relationship. What's the other word? Uh, one where one woman where one wins. Dependent, not no, not dependence on the right word. This is a great start, Jesus. <laughs> is it? Anyway, um, we're in, we're in the middle of one epidemic right now. Yeah, what's the technical term? Epidemic or pandemic? No, it's pandemic because no pandemic, epidemic yeah. is on smaller scale. Pandemic is on larger scale. Yeah. Have you seen the meme where it's like twenty twenty? COVID-19, 1920 Spanish flu, and it's like 1820. 1820 was actually a cholera epidemic. 1820? Yeah, it was the first of the great cholera epidemics. And then 1920 was, um, yeah, a quick Google search. It's the last of the great bubonic epidemics. It's a plague of a city in France, Marcel. Oh, that's funny. 1920s, what happened during that decade as well? Economic depression. Guess where we're at right now? Economic depression. It's, it's coming up. We're a bit it's early. It's premature. Premature okay, depression. Yeah. I think... Uh, so, should, should we just... Before we dive in into topics surrounding COVID-19 and counterfeit and stuff like that in this episode, you want to discuss the sorry, history of other pandemics? No, sure. Wait, is that like... Wait, are you are you specifically saying you want me to talk about it? Oh no, we can we can discuss oh, back and the, forth. Okay, let's have some repartee. Okay, if, yeah, good balance. Top, I can't think of much facts. Uh, I got I got a laptop in front of me. We can we can bring up facts yeah. right in front. Of me. Well, I I got some stats right in front of me. So, out of I I I'm not sure how many pandemics how how often pandemics happen, but. Let's just go the the theme of the 20s. So like 1920s, yeah. for example. Um, started after World War One, And what, interestingly, cholera? Spanish flu. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, Spanish flu. Oh, yeah, yeah Spanish, yeah, Spanish flu, yeah. flu. It starts in China, right? I don't know about that. Well, oh, what I do know is I'm that... The, it mainly hit um, military camps. So before it was, it, it was, it actually didn't start in Spain. It started in the US somewhere in the UK, but it came out of military camps. So the, the cases popped up everywhere. And there was one, one mm. uh, I don't have any specific places, but I do remember somewhere in Missouri, in a military camp in Missouri and a military camp in Texas, they both started coming up with cases before they decided what it was. And it's called Spanish flu because it was a Spanish doctor that sort of, not diagnose, but place the finger on it. Like, oh, this is all one. Okay, one wait, I've got a on National Geographic right now. It says the 1980 flu pandemic uh, originated in China. 1980s? 1918. Oh, so it started in China. Wait, I think, no, okay, China's a big place, right? I mean, yeah, it's... it's, a, it's where, a where, very in China? Big where in China? I, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's very big. Let's assume it came from everywhere. Sure. One, one country. It's like in uh, China, right? It has one, one time zone. Oh, it came from the, sorry, uh, 
Shanxi province. Let's bring it up on a map. Um, but then it also came from Kansas, US. These are other sources. Okay. And uh, all the shot UK, and etapples it it play, it France. So it's weird. So yeah, I mean, I mean, when we talk about COVID, it's hard to place like when about first started. But I think that's mainly because of censorship in China. But definitely something like this. Yeah, it must. Right. Like, so given it's coming up in all these different places, quite far away from one another. It must have had an interesting journey moving around before people yeah. started tracking it. You know, but it's stuff like no, it's stuff like yeah, the viruses and like the pandemics that we have that you know it spurs popular media and like zombies, right? Right. Yeah. When when the uh, when yeah, like COVID nineteen first came out and it was labeled as Wuhan virus, um, one of the symptoms online for it was like zombie like symptoms. So, wow. <laughs> The actual fact is nothing like zombies, but coughing, I mean, hard breathing, like passing movies. out. Well, I, I enjoy zombie movies. Yeah, especially World War Z, right? That's just sure. World War Z was a terrible film. Brad Pitt's pretty good. We can we can Brad do a Pitt. film review on it. Actually, the book of World War Z differed a lot from mm-hmm. the film. They they weren't running zombies in the book. They were they were the Walker sort of style zombies there. Yeah, what what do you call it? Who 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 sort of created the modern zombie? The the film guy. Not. Oh, George Romero. Yeah, Romero zombies. It was a more traditional Romero zombie, uh. in in the book. But also the book was structured in a, a very different way. So it was sort of, um, they not like no spoilers included, but it was sort of, <laughs> it was sort of structured as this journalist, going to different places around the world and recounting stories from all these different people. So it gives you a good perspective on. You know, different people like in different class structures in different parts of the world. So, they, okay, for example, this one, it follows one character in one segment. It was this blind Japanese guy. So he was in either Hiroshima or Nagasaki. I can't remember which one. He saw the nuclear yeah. bomb um, go okay. off, and then he went blind. So he had. So he was a he was a sort of gardener, um, in one of the northern provinces. It was more quiet. So he survived the entire thing out in the wild while still being blind. So you sort of follow him along his story. So that, that's, that's sort of how the story plays out. There's also this yeah. person that worked on a radio station that was giving out advice and trying to disprove fake, fake sort of uh, survival advice. So it was a, it was a very, it's a very interesting book. And also it's very nice to read. Yeah. It, go, it flows really well. Sounds like it. Oh, but but the I, from what I remember, the the virus came from rabies, right? Like it's an evolved strand of rabies or something. In yeah, I think so. Uh, have you have, have have you guys seen rabies patient? Because actually, rabies, people joke about it a lot, but it's actually quite a it's quite a scary virus. Is is rabies a virus or a bacteria? Rabies. Is it virus or bacteria? Actually, yeah. Is no, a it's viral. It's virus. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, think, got, I got my rabies shots. I think rabies is something. Rabies, if it does turn into a pandemic, would be one of the scariest uh, of things. Oh, look. What? Causes rabies virus, Australian bat lysis virus. So bats are pretty dirty. Because well, if you get rabies, <laughs> dirty right? animals. 
you get rabies, you're, you, you think you're like, you think you're allergic to water, you think you're allergic to air, and you slowly drive yourself crazy. I, um, rabies also as a virus is quite good for spreading, if you think about it. Okay, yeah. for you, you look at dogs with rabies, how fast they can, like, they seem pretty normal, or they can function pretty normal. And but then they, they're so aggressive, so you can spread like that. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I wonder where. It's no, it's it's funny how like viruses can mutate though. And all of a sudden, like all we've been working, all we've been yeah. working <laughs> with, like <laughs> vaccinations for. It's all for now. Imagine if, like, something like smallpox, right? Such a big issue back then is eradicated now. But now, I mean, imagine if all of a sudden it mutated, bang. That's that's most of the population of the world gone. Also, I think that's a, a change in approach in dealing with pandemics. The old-fashioned method was, instead of, it was sort of eradicating the the disease to destroy all traces of it which i suppose one way to do it but also nowadays it's more of a prevention tactic so that's preventing in okay preventing catching disease but also preventing the disease from you know Um, spreading that's the curve right it's the curve yeah flatten the curve prevention hospital also with that it's more dangerous because you know there's still vials of bubonic plague and smallpox kept in the CDC and kept in the World Health Organization. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, but we're immune to smallpox. I think that's because we're all vaccinated, right? That's the reason why it doesn't spread around. But surely, like, just now you said, a mutation to smallpox could change it. Although that probably vary a lot from how significant a mutation is. Probably, I messed the whole whole thing. What on evolution, survival of the fittest. If if it gets a useless mutation, then that strand of the virus won't do much, right? Like you think, oh, this. Yeah, but you know what do viruses, what do they gain out of it, right? Gain out of. Yeah, is it, yeah. What do they gain out of it? You mean do they have a multiple? It's like no. Yeah. Uh, it's... What? Can you repeat they that? They just want to exist. Yeah, that's how they survive, right? But they're not alive without them, right? That's it's a cheetah hunts to get food. You know, we go to. So, the you and then that's where they die, because they're not high enough to see that. Uh-huh. And all human die, they also. Wow. Not uh, some pretty janky auto tune. Yeah. Yeah. We need an improved system for this. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, let's 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 stay stick on track. We're not we're not doing random stuff today. So like, let's look at the Spanish flu again. Spanish flu. Oh, yeah, okay, no. If you look it at the up, battle, it's quite hard to map. So it's roughly estimated to be 17 to 50 million worldwide I on Wikipedia. 
just off a mature topic, you know, that, okay, like vaccinations. Okay, I I don't understand why people don't do them because oh, I, I was talking smallpox, right? I mean, one disease that we basically almost like produced or almost eradicated is measles. But all of a sudden, over the past few years, it's been mouth cases have been increasing. You know, I, I think the case for anti-vaxxers, for me at least, I can see two parts to it. One part is that sort of dampening down the fear of natural things. So natural things that's in viruses and diseases, you know, so, yeah, like, like smallpox. So people, people think, oh, people survived in the past with this without a proper understanding of how people didn't survive in the past with it. And then the second part of it is uh, sort of dampening up or over overhyped fear what? of other issues you can get. Like, for example, in vaccination, magnesium poisoning, lead poisoning, so stuff that's included in the vaccine in the vaccines. Yeah, but then okay, no. But why? Okay, yeah, sure. There's a chance of you getting some side effects, right? It's a small chance, but it's still there, and I get it. But I mean, you should still get it because right, herd immunity, right? What if? <laughs> People, you know, some of them argue like, "Oh, it's okay. It's a majority of the people. They're already, they're already immune, whatever. They can protect my child." What if people they can't they can't get vaccinated because of other health issues, right? Like, kind of selfish. Yeah, protecting your common man. Well, also, uh. Do vaccines count like doses of exposure or just exposure to a um a virus or a disease? Okay. So let's bring bring up an example of when someone can't get a vaccine for it, and let's say like you're in a classroom, and this kid walks in, he hasn't been vaccinated, and then like yeah, he has yeah. measles. So this kid unvaccinated, he has measles. He walks in the classroom. His classmate, he can't get a vaccination. So obviously he's quite, he or she, or Z, or however that How are the, the, any of you above choose to identify? What, okay, if they, they haven't been vaccinated, of course, they're, 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 there's a good chance they could catch it. But also a student, that has, let's say there's a student in there that has been vaccinated. But like the kid with it goes up and like coughs all over how he chooses to identify cost all over here or she. So, is there a point at which exposure to it can cause the person to catch it? Or if you have a vaccination, is is there like complete resistance to it? I don't... Okay, again, I mean, yeah. I, I don't think it's perfect, though. I mean, it's just... It's just like... It's like, for example... Um... I don't know why my mind goes to a condom, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just there because like, it makes you feel safe and you know what, 90%, probably 95% of the time, it's going to keep you safe or, or higher than that, probably 98%. But there's that 2% right? it has the potential to break and be faulty, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's I... consequences. So, I, no, I, I don't... 
I don't know. We should probably search this up before we make any claims, right? Yeah, let's move away from this topic. It seems pretty. Yeah, it's pretty. We're, we're not. We're right. not the most qualified people to discuss this. Deep right water. Now. Deep. We're but we're in deep. A lot of but, opinion, right? A lot of opinion. Disguise the facts. Opinion disguises facts. Also, let's let's go around the the table real quick. Uh, what are your opinions on anti? Vaccinations, aka, I think you made it quite clear, but can you repeat think, it? Uh, I repeat it. Um, well, I just get a va- if you can get a vaccination, just get it. I mean, it's better for, I mean, again, herd immunity, right? But if you you're, if you don't get your child vaccinated, then you're just lowering that uh, percentage of amount of people vaccinated, and so you're minimizing the effect that herd immunity has. And then that, in turn, is affecting the people that can't get vaccinated, right? Because of health reasons that we still haven't, or still, yeah. And the AS really don't know anything about. Yeah, we cannot. Are you qualified AI? Can you? Can you? Are you qualified to discuss these? People want commenters want to rebel against uh, the social norms. Maybe the superstition or maybe their own. Maybe it's special. But that's that's also something that we haven't touched on the, the sort of superstitious part of anti of anti vaxxers Often they also yeah, yeah. I think it's against religion. Uh, yeah, so the religious aspect they of get it. it from like they get vaccines from like pigs or stuff. Right, like uh, insulin from and, pigs or from cows. Well, no, oh, not no. Not that's ins- what how that's, they used to do it. Yeah, the, the old style of insulin. Coming from pig and cows. Yeah, the old style. Now, and nowadays it's uh, it's plants and bacteria, right? Yeah. Well, let's 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 keep it moving. Okay. Uh, okay, uh, connection is not that great, but let's let's keep it moving. Let's talk about uh okay uh, Spanish flu. Not much to talk about there. It's quite relatively recent. It's quite relatively well known. How about uh, hundred years? Yeah, it's a hundred years ago. I mean. Wow, what? This dancing pig? What? Dancing sorry, pig. Uh, yeah, remember that. Sorry, and just uh, in history class, right? Oh yes, mass hysteria, the dancing plague. Let's, let's talk about that. Okay, let's talk oh, about the first, the first of the twenties plagues, uh, la- the great plague of Messer. So this, this is a bubonic plague, took place in France. Um, it roughly killed a. Uh, Hundred thousand people. I mean, they might not look very big, but given it's sort of contained into this small area of France, fifty thousand coming from the city of Marseille, and then another fifty thousand coming from the surrounding towns and villages. It's quite significant, especially since wow. medieval. Well, it's not medieval. It's sort of Renaissance era, right? Nineteen twenties. Nineteen twenties. Sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's around the Renaissance. When was the great like 
Industrial Revolution. That was eight. late eighteenth century, wasn't it? Mid eighteenth century. Late or... Mid. Just just like a Industrial Revolution. Yeah, they get a perspective on the yeah, entire seventeen sixty to eighteen twenty. Uh... Oh, okay. And of course, I would have several, so, several. What's that noise coming from? Is it is it you okay or is it is it AI? Not me. I'm not touching uh, anything. I think no. I think that was the language of pandemic itself. It's all garbled. Wait, what is? It's garbling. That's... Yeah. It's repetitive well. garble. The language of pandemic. You mean the language like, of virus? Yeah. <laughs> this is how. Yeah, this is how viruses communicate. Look in there. The different... no, this is how we communicate about two viruses. It's a more accurate way of doing it. It negates the need for expertise in in topics such as viral immunity and vaccinations and the like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. Let's talk about cholera. Yeah, cholera is... No, bacteria. Cholera is a bacteria, right? Yeah, yeah it is. Wait, are we viruses or pathogens? Stay in your lane. No, no, no. We're, we're on the topic of pandemics. Mm-hmm. Not the topic of viruses. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. So, in the 1820s pandemic, it's the first of many great cholera epidemics. This one started in India in 1817 and yeah. spread around uh. Southeast Asia to Thailand, <laughs> many places in Java, Java and Malaya. I think the stat of this, of course, it can't be very accurate. Uh, it's in the sort of de-developed from colonization, it de-developed area of Southeast Asia. It's, it's put around 100,000 official cases, but also sometimes that's reported as just uh, cases from Java. Not, not cases, the cases of death. Cases leading to death, so a hundred thousand deaths officially reported. But of course, this is probably a lot larger. I want. It's it's believed though it's it stopped there in eighteen twenty four. It's believed that because they had quite harsh winters in eighteen twenty three and eighteen twenty four. So because of the bacteria, uh, that's water, waterborne. Uh, they think that the harsh conditions yeah. of winter in those times would have sterilized okay. the water. So Ash, as a as a fellow biology student, uh, can you tell me how cholera works? Uh, why is it, what does it do? Well, I'm going to have to quickly have a quick Google sesh right now. But well, from memory... From memory, from, what does it do? From memory, well, cholera, it's a, it's a bacteria that causes vomiting and diarrhea. Mainly when people die from the cholera, it's not dying from the disease itself, but dying from lack of electrolytes and minerals and they di- end up dying from dehydration. So if you do yeah. catch cholera, I mean, of course, you should take some form of antibiotics. Yeah, and you should see you, a doctor. You should definitely see a doctor. But at the very least, stay hydrated because you're losing a lot of water in your body. Plus. Yeah. Plus. You should need to stay hydrated, but also the electrolytes. So of course, you, you lose a lot of water Naturalite. from vomiting and diarrhea. But you need, you know, those electrolytes and, and essential yeah. salts. In your, you that know. brings me to coconut water. It yeah, almost the same concentration, uh, to blood, except it, it has a different level of some 
something it's, it has a level of one thing. That's why you can't use it for blood transfusion. Wasn't that a thing? You can yeah. You can't use water. You can't use like regular water and drink, but you can use coconut water. Yeah, you can use coconut water. Yeah. So if you're, that... a, if you're in a pinch, say you're stuck yeah. on an island, I know maybe you're maybe you're in lost. You can yeah, use maybe... coconut water on a. Sure, you can take right? a, a sea urchin, sea urchin spike. It's got a small, small needle. It's basically a needle. I know you, you get a tubing of some sort and you connect it to a coconut. That's that's your IV trip. Or if you're recording the TV show, then just uh, ask the casting crew, uh, hey, can you take me to a hospital, please? I think I have cholera. Yes. As you're filming Lost, right? You're filming Lost. As you're filming Lost. As you're making Lost. Which, of course, is not being uh, produced right now. So, seems to have ended. Um, yeah. But also, cholera in general. Cholera is quite a nasty, nasty disease. It still affects a lot of people in the world today. And yeah. also, I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily have a very high mortality rate, but it's a miserable disease. An miserable thing to get. It's pain. It's pain. It's just pain, vomiting, <laughs> diarrhea. Also, uh, quite a famous case of uh, cholera, uh, cholera outbreak in London. It was a uh, swatted by swatted, thwarted, by called uh, by guy thwarted. Stop. What, what do you think? Oh, okay. Thwarted. Yeah, thwarted. This thwarted. A doctor called John Snow. Oh, interesting yeah. enough. Yeah. So yeah, we can. A lot of a lot of uh, issues with pandemics in the past. There was a general misunderstanding on how um, diseases worked. So you guys can yeah. look at the traditional Greco-Roman view of stuff. They with diseases they they thought of them as humors, different, and they linked diseases to not not humors sorry, it's later on. But the diseases were often linked to um elements. So if we, if we look at the Greco-Roman uh idea of what elements are. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Uh, you know we're talking about pandemics, right? Yeah. Hey, one, one just came to mind. So after this topic, we can talk about the Ebola outbreak. Oh yeah, that's also a pandemic. It's a. <laughs> I mean, it's not a pandemic. I mean, what what is the def- definition of a pandemic? Is it an epidemic or endemic? Okay, that's <laughs> pandemic definition. Okay, Ebola was quite a few years ago as well. Yeah, but you know we didn't. I mean, it was a bad thing, but we didn't worry about it because it wasn't as widespread. Yeah, but it, it's also. When it's, it's, coronavirus it's, first arose, of course, we're going to talk about coronavirus later on, but when it first arose, I don't think a lot of people were scared at all. The joke yeah. was that it was overhyped by media, by, by the general mainstream media. And of course, and, memes, not. And, and the memes. And yeah, <laughs> and then now it's definitely underhyped. In many then, ways. Yeah, it's underhyped. Yeah. Underhyped. <laughs> what's, what's the reverse of a hype? It's underhyped. It's, uh, it's no longer, like, it's, uh, it's high key. Yeah. Because as as uh AI likes to say, it's very yeah, high key now. It's very high key. Both keys, whatever. No keys or all keys. That's the thing. What are those noises coming from? Gobble. That's how viruses talk. Yes. I think I think we should have a special guest for Mature Monday. What do you think? Some expert. Some expert. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we don't have any context for an ex- expert. But... It's okay. Self-proclaimed expert. Self-proclaimed. Let's, let's, 
let's establish ourselves before we start inviting prevalent no, people no. on our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? A fun little thing. And then we can boot them off straight after. No, no. You see, we're like, well, we have to be the base of the cake. And then yeah. the guests will then be the toppings. Right? Yeah. Establish you ourselves people, first. You don't want people to be attracted to toppings first. You want, you, you want people to enjoy the base layer. Yeah, as, our, yeah. as AI always puts it, the icing on the cake. You know, you don't want to be going. You don't want that to be your desire. You you want yeah, the icing yeah. just to be a compliment. He he always says that, right? He always oh, that's his his famous saying. In reference to a specific topic that we will not bring up, but yes, the icing shouldn't be what attracts the. It just should be you know a, a compliment to it, a sort of extra benefit. But we're going off topic a bit, so let's let's go back to cholera. No, we can we can tie that to pandemics easily. Yeah, think about a cake, right? How does cholera spread cake. on food, right? From washing your hands. So what if well, you cut a cake without washing dirty, your hands? You made you made you made a cake with water from the, yeah. some 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 uh, feces, like, infested like, water. Somebody just like <laughs> there's like a bucket of water that somebody just peed in. Boom, you take that, you, you make your cake with it. And then you got a cholera cake. And then you got a cholera cake, yeah. Eh. And then you disguise it with toppings. Eh? The toppings. The toppings being, it's going to cure the cholera. No, yeah. that's the hidden. Anyway, let's get back to old beliefs of how diseases worked. Mm. Um, mm. Quite, quite a, considered to be a modern idea of how it's quite medieval and early industrial era well maybe not industrial era but the Victorian era it was believed that um, disease spread through miasmas so this, this, if you could smell something the sort of disease came from bad smell so people used to try cure diseases just by eating using good smell so this is quite a I mean it's a quite a natural conclusion of the stuff right if something yeah. smells bad if something smells rotten you can probably catch rotten Diseases coming from it. Catch rotten diseases. Yeah, rot- rotten diseases. Wait, that you reminds know, me of the, the nursery rhyme, right? Where ring around the posy. Wait, was it? Ring around the posy. No, a pocket full of dough. They all fall down. What good smelling flowers include the beaks of the plague masks? The plague masks. Yeah, exactly. So it was it was the common belief that it was the bad smell of stuff, the miasma of oh, stuff that spread the disease. And it was... It was actually John Snow, the person that cured, not cured, but sort of thwarted the oh, cholera, a specific cholera mm. epidemic in London. What did he do? And this, yeah, he, so he, he's, he was a doctor. Uh, he used to work in coal mines, but he was a doctor in London. And on a specific road, Broad Street, um, there was a lot of cholera cases. So he, he sort of mapped it out where these cases were. And then he traced them to the different because like, people sort of knew that it comes from water you can catch cholera from from uh, dirty water so it was it's a specific pump um, this water pump it the, the source of water from the water pump it was contaminated so oh. famously they removed the handle from that water pump and then the source, the, then the cases of cholera stopped popping up in that area you know what's funny okay I mean you didn't uh, you know I asked you a question on how the cholera work you didn't answer that, anyways. I'll just explain it. 
Yeah, Um, I do not. Yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. Oh, yeah. Um, I assume it's in your blood. Oh, I assume it's in your small intestine, I think. And one of your intestines. And then it secretes chlorine. And then that increases the concentration inside um,
I think it's a bit south of it, isn't it? Let's bring up a world, world map. So, parts of the world, and they go right there. Yeah, you got, you got roughly Central Africa, and also Central, Central America. Central so these Mexico. areas. Oh, this Cent- no, it's <laughs> no, Central America. Almost, I almost said Central South America. Central, Central. America. Central. But it, it, it is forested areas. And uh, you think about it, right? Two, you've got four seasons. Two of them are rainy seasons. Two of them are monsoon. And then you've got two dry seasons. These are quite good areas to have fast development of, 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 of flu. Oh, of, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Let's let's be. We are. Hey, we need to be mature today. Uh, wait about malaria. I mean, that's why like what Southeast Asian peoples don't really get malaria, right? Because we have a uh, blood. Uh, we have genetics, not. Uh... Yeah, we. Well, interesting enough, malaria. Uh, you look at ancient Rome. Malaria is estimated to kill more people than anything else. In uh. In ancient Rome, yeah, that's that's saying something. It's like uh, the only weapon to kill more than the Roman gladius is the AK forty-seven. <laughs> so that's just putting stuff into perspective. Yeah, survival of the fittest, right? Yeah, we're going off on another tangent. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's. How about we? We're about halfway through. We're supposed to have an intermission. Forget the intermission. We're gonna be mature today. Intermission gonna be, you know, five five minutes singing break, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll have a we'll have a national anthem of some. We'll have the Chinese national anthem. (laughs) You you want me to? Are you gonna play that? Yeah, I'll play that. Yeah, sure. Okay. Chinese. Um, but no, not now, not now. Later on, um, after this quick segment, let's talk about COVID nineteen. Um, what are your thoughts on the cases of China? Completely coming to a stop, like a halt. No new cases. Do you think that's accurate? Do you think it's real? What are your thoughts? Let's go with you, AI. I mean, give them the benefit of the doubt that yeah, the the way of managing the coronavirus has indeed helped stop the outspread of corona. It shows us that maybe corona doesn't have much of a lifespan, which would be good news for everyone else. For China's the one that got it first, right? But do you think yeah, the China's no, cases stopping? Do you think it's accurate, or do you think that's who knows if they are? Because they're so secluded in their own media, in their own they they're basically uh, isolated. I no, think no, no, isolation. isolation is a not not a good word because yeah. it's it's. It's sort of self self caused China censorship and all. So, uh, do you think it's being truthful when they say they don't have any new cases, or do you think they just don't know there are any new cases? I mean, I think that I think that just less people getting uh, sick. That's what I think. So they're not actively yeah, the, the efforts trying to have, like um, actually that. been effective. But like, not no cases whatsoever. I think they haven't like cured everyone. No way. I think it's okay. I I definitely agree with that. Okay, here's why. I think it's very unrealistic that 
that COVID-19 is completely gone out in China. Yes. But on the other hand, quite clear evidence that they don't have huge swaths of people with COVID-19 is that they're still giving out supplies to other countries and they still are sending a lot of their doctors away to places like Italy, quite famously. But on the other hand, how do we know that that's just not a PR stunt? And that's also just some giant cover-up or some giant piece of censorship to try to get the world to think that China is actually a savior of other countries. You know, something to think about. Is China actually the savior of Italy and Spain by sending all the doctors? Or is it really using that as some sort of cover-up to sending as just some PR stunt that's just sending doctors a, a tiny portion of the doctors that they actually have over to Italy and Spain. Hmm. Are they also sending doctors to Spain? Uh, I, I don't know. No, but you, you may need to hear for a crazy conspiracy theory slash PR stunt. Yes, yes. Okay, tell me about your opinion. No, okay. So, okay, okay. In, uh, I'm just saying, I'll say this first. This is no way to, like, I don't know, undermine people. But let's say, okay, Boris Johnson, right? He got... He says he got corona, right? Yeah. Yeah, but, but let's say, no, but let's say the prime minister of your own country got this deadly disease. You, as a people, you're going to be more willing to do things to not get that disease, right? Because you learn that that person is, that the most like untouchable person of that country has got it now, right? So let's say you fake it. All of a sudden, people are going to listen to you more, you know? Hmm. Logically. It's also, yeah, I remember you the, telling about this earlier. The government, yeah. right? the government, they control the BBC. They, they, the BBC follows whatever the Prime Minister slash what the board uh, government says, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, That's... okay, again, this is probably false. Okay, you probably... Uh... Okay, with the conspiracy <laughs> theories. Yeah, conspiracy Next theories. Thing you know, was it was it Prince Philip that got that got COVID nineteen? Yeah, next thing you know, he's just yeah. Maybe he's just trying to you know, govern support for his yeah. The same way. Maybe Tom Hanks didn't actually get it right. He's just he's just doing this. Yeah, Tom Hanks. To it just Alba. Better movie role. You know, Trudeau's wife, Justin Trudeau's wife, didn't actually get COVID nineteen. Ooh. Ooh. See. <laughs> Ooh. The theory is the theory. Turns out. Let's let's. There's there's two ways you can go with this ultra ultra conspiracy theory. One, the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, one is the Illuminati, and they just want to change the batteries of one the of all the birds, right? Whoa. They don't want you to go outside so they can change the bird batteries. Yeah, I personally don't think it's real because it's still a lot of birds. Uh, I mean, yeah, but there's the Illuminati, right? They, they work in mysterious yeah. ways. Maybe, maybe they're yeah a skeleton crew of birds. All the birds, it's just a skeleton crew. All, uh, like, most of the birds, right? The train, they're actually uh, just, like... They're just getting recharged on the telephone wires. Yeah. Or they train the other birds, right? Robotic birds to herd them into one area. What? They're all robotic birds. Oh, they, yeah, no. Yeah, but then they have, like, one, like, alpha robotic bird, you know? It's like, oh, it has, like, it's a high frequency. Forces them to follow... <laughs> They are. They have to follow the, the alpha bird, alpha robot bird. Wait, this is supposed to be mature. Okay, serious. <laughs> Being mature. Yeah. Sorry. Um. So yeah, 
But if you, definitely kudos to, to China. I, I've got it up here. They, yeah, they're sending supplies. Definitely helping out the US a lot. So maybe they're trying nah, to... Either they, US this is, is a PR stunt, as you said before, or they're actually trying to get on the good side of the US. But either way, I think China is generally... And like we, live, we live in a def, definitely westernized view of the world. Everything's polarized for us, whether it's, whether it's truthful or not. But definitely for China... China is a very powerful country. Yeah, it's a superpower. Yeah, that's to say the least. Oh, no, that's superpower. Nice. I think yeah, China's definitely surpassed the US. I, don't, I personally, I think it's it's not a competition anymore. The US has one thing going for it, and that's its military. Yeah, but that's because it's it, the US spends more on its military than the, the next ten countries combined, and the next one being China. I think I believe. Because China, with its containment of COVID-19, of course, they had, you know, what everyone else is following. Everyone has to stay inside, you know, quarantine and the like, self-social distancing, self-isolation, lockdown. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. I think something that is, you look at what we call developed countries, you look at <laughs> what we like, call hall, hall, hallmark evidence of developed countries. Let's look at the US and Britain, for example. The United States and the United Kingdom, they are doing terrible. Yeah, they're doing lockdown. very bad. But I think one of the major reasons for that is because they have, they're very fussy oh. citizens. I mean, that's also like the problem with uh, freedom, right? Or liberalism. Yeah, liberty. Right. I mean, I mean, China, there's like some sort of like loss of freedom of voice. Yeah, sure. But you can force, you can, when I mean, stuff like this happens, right? Yeah, emergency powers. Definitely, yeah, if you, have a, if you have a lot of liberties, you're quite fussy with your freedoms. And it's hard to control you, even for your own good. And yeah, that can definitely go both ways. Whether it's, I mean, it's my freedom, I can do what you want. Or for the common good, for the collective good. Well, it's better not to have the final say, not in your hands, but in a higher power's hands, in the government's hands. This goes into so yeah, it's... Is man going into a different topic. Man, versus man, evil, right? That's that's. We do we really trust the big brother? Does the big brother? Does big brother have oh. our best interest at heart? Big brother. Does big brother have best interest at heart? If he has a sister, a little sister. sister. <laughs> well, what's big sister? What's what's little sister? What's little brother? What's, yeah, what's what's big dad? <laughs> what's big dad? But okay, <laughs> being mature, <laughs> definitely think about. It's it's definitely a plus, like it's definitely a benefit to have a very collective authoritarian state. You know, it you think about what the US values, it values freedom, values the right to go against the government. Think what China basically values with its um Maoist beliefs. You listen to the state, the state tells you to have a lockdown, you're gonna have a lockdown. Yeah. And that's definitely benefiting them right now and it's definitely not benefiting the US and the UK right now. I mean, it's also like, like the. In the US, everything's like private, right? All the. Privatized. Yeah, everything is privatized. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, then again, the UK hospitals are not privatized as well, and they're not doing so hard. But I think that's generally how the NHS is built. So, okay, you think about how um, they have free healthcare in the UK. Yeah. 
the way the UK does it when it was set up by uh, who set up again? Who set up the NHS? Uh, uh, is, is, is this a rhetorical question? Are you searching it up or are you asking? It? I'm searching it up. Who set up the <laughs> NHS? Because I remember a conversation I had with someone about this. The NHS was set up in a way where it was supposed to, it was, it was set up in a way with quotas and like to make it more like a private sector, more like the private sector. So this was, it was set up in a way that well, it would have you pay for it. an incentive. You pay and you get a certain amount like that. No, no, it was set up in like the private sector where it had uh, quotas. And so you had to meet these quotas to sort of keep everything competitive. Oh, but in actual fact, with the, way, with the way it was set up, it was made very, very inefficient. Like, I think that's more on the part where these quotas are quite unrealistic. So instead of, instead of simulating uh, a free, instead of simulating competition or simulating, you know, that your, life, that your job wasn't the line if you couldn't meet your quotas, it sort of made it like you keep failing, and that made morale bad. I know I'm not an expert on this, but I think you look at the NHS. If you think the US should be getting free healthcare, the NHS is definitely not a model. The UK's NHS is definitely not a model you're trying to build yourself from, because it's it's definitely not a very good it's system. Not, it's not. Yeah, I mean, even it's not. But also, even the doctors yeah, there, like they don't get paid much, right? Yeah, it's yeah, and the tax for it is huge. Yeah. So just. I mean, it's the same for why college prices are going up in the U.S. It's all because all the money is not going towards teachers and it's not going towards the quality of education. It's going to administration. Yeah. That's the big pin in the butt of big college and big hospital. <laughs> big, it's administration in yeah, it. Big, big hospital. Big hospital. Big pharma. The like. But uh, let's, we talk about China. Are there any more remarks on China? In regards to COVID nineteen, no, no. AI. I think let's move on to the US. What? What? Do you have any thoughts regarding US and COVID nineteen? Um, Trump. Uh, actually, what? What is Trump doing? No, Trump's played his cards very weirdly. Where at first he was in complete denial of his whole thing. Yeah. He he's still yeah, but now he's jumped on it yeah, really hard. Famously, quite recently, he famously quite recently he told everyone in, in America to wear masks, but he himself is not gonna wear masks. Masks aren't for him. It doesn't make him look cool. Yeah, you can't you can't get that Trump. You can't pull off the Trump look with a mask on. Come on, don't keep this. Twenty four king gold. Yeah, you have to, and then you have to like throw it away afterwards. But what what I must say, Trump's. Even though Trump's handled this very weirdly, Trump's constitution thinks he handled it perfectly. And I think that this is definitely the back and forth thing. It depends how you look at it, whether you're looking at it from the left or the right. Personally, I think it's the Congress, you, you know, the, the Senate and the Congress that are really hmm. messing it up. Well, so Trump, I, I don't think Trump actually does much. I don't think he's capable to do much, really. He's, oh, he's not capable. I think it's not capable. No, I think not. Not as in he's not the guy for the job. I'm saying Whoa, he can't even do the job. <laughs> but uh, you know, I I don't have any oh. allegiances. You know, I I listen to Rebel Media News. I listen to Ben Shapiro, or at least I used to. But I, I I try to listen to both sides. Okay, one one very good for me personally. I think it's a good source of information is uh uh. Uh, Dan Crenshaw. So he's a 
Have you have you guys heard of Dan Crenshaw? Nope. So he's a he's a senator, or no, sorry, a congressman or senator. Can't remember. He's a veteran, and he's either senator or congressman for um, Texas. And what he does often, what he, what he does, uh, he has a one minute, not one minute, but he has a video. He has videos that he puts up on Instagram, just breaking down what's going on, what's going on, in either Congress or the Senate, and why he believes the way things are. So it's quite, it's quite uh transparent. I think that's definitely the way to go. Yeah, when you're talking about, also with Dan, <laughs> Dan Crenshaw. So yeah, he's a Dan Crenshaw. Um, yeah. American politician. He is a congressman. Okay. Yeah, he's a congressman. Um, he re- yeah he quite a while. Well, the thing that made him quite famous was that he was made fun of by uh, Pete Davidson on uh, SNL on Saturday Night Live for having for losing his eye. Oh, and have fam- famously. Yeah, he has an eye patch. Oh, what? Sorry, yeah, he's a he's a he's a he's an ex Navy SEAL. He doesn't he hasn't have a left eye, a right eye. Sorry, he doesn't have a right eye. So yeah, he was made fun of on SNL by um, Pete Davidson, saying he was a uh, he he he's missing his eye and he's in a porno, and then someone was um, <laughs> putting their thing in his eye hole, something like that, something along the lines of that. So, but famously, Dan Crenshaw handled it really cool. Really well, and uh, he was later on SNL with the, with Pete Davidson, <laughs> which is quite a quite a funny way of how this all breaks down. But also, famously, Dan Crenshaw said um, uh, he wasn't angry that he said it. He was he was just he was, yeah he wasn't angry at the, he wasn't like angry at the joke or anything. He was saying he's not allowed to make jokes like that. Only other Navy SEALs are allowed to make jokes like that. So he brought oh, up an okay. example of one of his closest friends has a tattoo. Of a, a rest in peace tattoo, uh, of another friend, but um, that friend who has the tattoo, sorry, the the friend who's on the tattoo, he's not dead yet. Oh. So it's just sort of you know, just the humor they have. Uh, only they are allowed to make fun of each other and stuff like that. <laughs> inside jokes they only know, right? Only I. Know. Yeah, it's <laughs> inside joke only they know. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, tangent on Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw is a great guy. I must say. Oh, off topic, off topic, off topic. Man. Let's go, we're going off. We're going off topic. Now but um, hard left. Now we go hard left. AOC, <laughs> Congresswoman for <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Personally, not for me. Thank you. I don't think the Green New Deal is a great New Deal. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, AOC is a Democrat. Um. She's a congresswoman for for uh, for New York, I think. Hang on, I'm trying to bring it up. She's a US representative. She's a congresswoman. Yeah, for New York. So she 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 champions um, this article called the Green New Deal, which is trying to completely change how um, the US works, and it's it's for the greater good. And you know, it says green. It, it's definitely trying to champion sustainability and the like, but personally, I don't think the Green New Deal is realistic. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> but back to COVID-19 yeah, back to and America. Right. Yeah, I would, got too Interestingly, people talk about how uh, 
Trump supporters, they're going to get bit in the ass. I don't think that's true because you look at where Trump's uh, sort of supporters are. They're in rural America. And yeah. you're going to have a very serious pandemic in somewhere that's rural. Unless, I don't know. You know. And also, the values that they share, right? You know, private property, stay off your land. Yeah. It's not, yeah, pandemics are going to spread very far when everyone's staying on their well, everyone's acre. Shotgun, right? everyone's got a shotgun, right? Yeah, everyone's got a shotgun and no, one, and no one wants you on their private property. <laughs> Pet alligators, like guard dogs. <laughs> Everything. Florida Meth Lab had a yeah. alligator called El Trompo as a, as, a, as, a, as a protection animal for the meth. Yeah. Anyway, we're going off topic. Is Florida, is Florida a Democrat it's state? It's a Florida state. state. I don't know. No, it's, it's the Sunshine State, right? It's the Sunshine State. Florida's independent. Okay. <laughs> no. I, they have, they have Disney World, right? Yeah, Orlando, Florida. Yeah, uh, uh, Universal La- oh, Studios. <laughs> That's cool. Voting state for Republicans. When it takes all voting state for Republicans, but it's proportionally voting state for Democrats. I don't know what that means. Let's just move away from Florida. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wait, wait, who's here, governor for oh, yeah, he California. California. Yeah, he was the governor Pardon? of California. He was the governor for California, which of course is big blue state, but he was a Republican, wasn't no... he? Yeah, we're talking about Corona, right? Not <laughs> American politics. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're in US, <laughs> yeah, we're okay. in American politics. So yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, much respect. He was a former governor of California. But also, he was. Republican he's also a movie Party. star. <laughs> so you think about that. He's also a movie star, a real estate agent, an author, <laughs> and also he's a bodybuilder. Yeah, bodybuilder. <laughs> he hunted down the predator. He killed the predator, and he saved John Connor. Sarah Connor. He saved. He saved the Connor. Near the corners. <laughs> but yeah, I just going off to pick a bit. Attention to attention to attention. If you see, if you get attention, if you get attention of a normal, and you get tangent of that, and you get the normal of that, guess what? We're still normal. Yeah. You, you have to go yeah. on several tangents to go back to the normal, and we, if we follow, it, if it takes three lefts to make a right. It takes three tangents to, to make a normal. Or to make a triangle. To make a circle. One, two, three. Oh, yeah. Let's go back on topic yeah. for, for oh, yeah, a little it is, it is mature. And the like. It's mature Mondays. Um, well, interestingly enough, um, the US, I, I think... Oh, the main, the big thing in the U.S. was at least for a, at least a while back was the the test kits that they did not have, and this is this is where blame gets turned around between the Democrats and Republicans on why they didn't have any test kits. Um, from what I heard, uh, it was actually either the Congress, I think it's yeah, I think it's the Congress. They didn't want to outsource the private companies to make the test kits, and then. Um, 
in the end, they actually didn't have enough chemicals to make test kits. Everything's fake news. Yeah, all right. What is real? What is not? Yeah. How how do we know that this is all just uh, what? like orchestrated? Yeah, this is all this is all just orchestrated so that we all just stay home. And like, even if you know someone with COVID nineteen, maybe they just oh, paid wait, off have you seen the movie The Host? Pretend that they're sick. Uh, uh basically, there's there's a there's there's a so called virus well, not caused by a monster, right? But and then they have to end up like, uh, and then when the people, like, uh, when they get the people who have the virus, they just pretend as if they do, even though there's no virus at all. And then in the end, they end up like killing them just to like keep the secret out. North Korea style. I mean, it's in South Korea. The movie's set in South Korea. The irony. Yeah. But it's carried out by Americans. So, you know, <laughs> the double irony. The host. I remember seeing. Yeah. Oh yeah, it has, the host has the same guy as Parasite. I I remember the joke there. Are also, they? wait, are there two movies called The Host? I think they are, because I'm looking at yeah, the no, host with the monster. That, that, the no, that's monster. a subplot of that movie. Wait, which, what? But it came out before the host. No, I'm not. I'm talking about the one by Bong Joon Ho. Oh, there's a lot of host stuff. No one. Okay. Parasite guy. One of the greatest monster movies ever made. A knockout monster movie. On par with Jaws. The host Asian wiki. Bong Joon-ho. Yeah, he's in... And it has the same girl as the host. There's also yeah. a third host that looks like a horror film. Like, completely different horror film. It's got this poster where this uh, young girl with brown short short brown hair standing in the forefront and in the background is a uh, this older man he's, he's white, white yeah and he's wearing glasses Asian. and his short hair yeah they... <laughs> i mean they're both they're both they're both caucasian okay yeah so i'm looking at this this image on on, on google and it has as a as what's Bong his face? Ho, Bong Joon Ho. The guy who made Parasite, Bong Joon Ho. So Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. He's standing in the front, and in the yeah. back is this 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 water monster. Yeah, that is the host. This is what I remember yeah. as the host. But there's a whole virus. The host. Some plot. So, no, okay. So it's the monster the subplot. Okay, the it's virus got, okay, okay. Basically, the Americans want to cover up the monster by saying. That there's a virus or something, it's something along those lines. So like there, oh. two subplots create one plot. That maths out. What do you think is the best? This is this is jumping completely in the wrong way, but what do you think is the best? Um, I not the, the most realistic, um, portrayal of a zombie pandemic. So Sean I'll, I'll give you some examples. So. Do you think a film like Shaun of the Dead is a very realistic uh, for, for okay not not just film uh, this include comics uh most most realistic portrayal uh, of a zombie no, give it to give it to a game game a book a movie AI 
Um, zombie movies. Um, I'm thinking Night of the Living Dead. That's yeah, the most realistic one. Slow moving zombies. Not the oldest one. So wait, is this the one where they? Yeah, it's nineteen sixty eight. Is this is this no. the George Romero one? It is. It's edited by George Romero, produced by Russell Bush, W. Strainer, Russell W. Bush. I remember watching this. It used to be on Netflix. I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. At least I thought it was on Netflix. So yeah, the original. Most realistic. I know there's a lot of zombie movies. You okay? A book? I don't read much zombie books. How about a book? Or... No, I, I'll tell you what, though. I like Train to Busan. Uh, that was, that was good. Train to Busan. <laughs> yeah, this is the tangent. <laughs> this is what made the tangent. Uh, I was thinking of Train to Busan. Have you guys seen Warm Bodies? No, that's the one where like, the zombie becomes human because he learns to warm love bodies, again. No. Yeah. Oh what? wait, I think I know. Warm bodies. And like, is it evil yeah. Guy? Oh, sorry. That's... And, uh, <laughs> I mean, he's I a zombie. That, that's why he's gonna uh, eat more. Hotel one night. No. I was like, what? Why is there a chick making out with a zombie? Warm. Warm bodies. Warm bodies is interesting, but I don't understand why thousands, the zombies yeah. turn into. I don't understand how you can start a heart things, again, even after getting shot. The skeleton things. <laughs> Yeah, also, yeah. Isn't that, like, couldn't you just, like, turn in, like, after you die, they just give you the zombie virus, and then they, like, give you some love. Also, I wonder what happens to, like, okay, let's say you believe in souls, right? If you become a zombie, what happened? Oh, yeah, yeah. what happens to your soul? So is your soul just corrupted? Or, so is it, like, Lord of the Rings, where the elves' souls are corrupted by being tortured, and they turn into orcs, and so evil cannot create, but it can corrupt life or does a soul just disappear and that's what a zombie is a zombie is a soulless being a soulless creature and a zombie is just a corpse that isn't dead because when you lose a soul you die but a zombie is just a corpse that has lost its soul but it hasn't died in many ways an uh. undead being we got about uh, 10 more minutes so we should we move on? Oh, I am legend. Sorry, okay, continue, continue. Should we move on to a different part oh, of the world? Those are more vampires, though. I, uh, I am legend. I, I mean, it's like, like, like vampires. Yeah, those are more right? vampires than zombies. Vampires, yeah. yeah. My, my, my favorite portrayal of well, what I think is quite realistic. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, was, Last, uh, of Last of Us. Last of Us. Video game. Yeah. I mean. The Walking Dead video games, yeah, not gonna lie, the... not great. No, yeah, the Telltale ones. But of course, Tell Telltale sort of, yes, Telltale still sort of pioneered this choice-based game sort of style. Um, yeah, we're staying on track with COVID nineteen, being mature about everything. Uh, how do you think Britain is holding it? Holding itself together um, aka you brought Britain up so I, I don't think it's doing good 
Wait, wait, how, let me let me check how many cases they have. Uh-huh. No, I mean, Who's running the country now? Zoom, right? Mm-hmm. Zoom. Yeah. What Zoom? Like, like no, no, but how, <laughs> even if Boris Johnson can Zoom Parliament, no, no, <laughs> Parliament, uh, it's par- Parliament's not in session, so they don't need to Zoom Parliament. But how how is who who's who's calling the shots and all the emergencies? Because Boris Johnson and all his photos seems to be not doing so well. I don't think he's fit to be talking to everyone probably more than usual because of the I pandemic know. going on. Who's running the country? Is it the Queen? They can't run the country, right? They're just there as symbols. I mean, there's not many active monarchs left. But in Britain, at least, it is purely symbolic. All, and she doesn't yeah, actually. Just there. Queen Elizabeth II doesn't actually have any power. She is just symbol. I mean, she can can't she cancel Parliament? She Man, tells I'm... Parliament not to be in session, or is that just she gonna she she expresses her opinion? Like... And of course, the British have to be very polite and accept her opinion. Or not? You know, UK isn't doing. Or, I mean, it's it's bad. Or not? Forty seventeen, forty eighteen. But it's not as bad as like it's the US. Bad. US is and also that's too US liberal. Too... Yeah, but I think that's purely just because well. of US's. So US was a lot slower. But also, you look at where the US's cases are. They're almost entirely in New York, and the second closest is California. But California is still half of New York. <laughs> New York being New York State, but I mean, come on, out of New York's upstate New York is quite. Euro more like more similar to Vermont than it is to New York City, but yeah, it is really, and that's that's my point about how Trump Trump's uh, Trump's Trump's supporters, Trump's sort of belligerent, aren't being affected because all the all the urban areas that are being affected, let's just like New York, um, Florida and California, for example, all these urban areas, they're all traditionally Democratic areas, and so Trump's supporters aren't being affected. The Trump supporters aren't going to change their opinion after the COVID nineteen event, and I think I think it's largely not going to change from here on out. I think maybe Texas will be the largest affected red red state with its uh, with Dallas and Houston, but also Dallas people are saying in Dallas and Houston can quite easily quarantine themselves because in Dallas and Houston they're quite large cities by area, so it's a lot more. Houses than they are apartments in Dallas and Houston, so it's quite easy. It's might it's quite easy to self isolate, um, effectively. Oh yeah, yeah. Moving on, um, with the with the quarantine in England, can't you still walk dogs? Isn't isn't that a thing you can still do? What? Hmm. I mean, I can't even go for a run. Dude. Yeah, we in 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 Southeast Asia, in Malaysia, in, in specific, the quarantine is pretty strict. No, I think I, only only um only one person in a household can leave, and that's in a car. You can't really be out. We're going out for walks and stuff. But I think in in I mean the the example brought up to me was in 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 England and in Italy, you're allowed to walk your dogs. Oh, sorry, in England, you're allowed to do one hour of exercise outside. 
and in Italy you're allowed to go out of your house to like walk your dog and make it pee. Oh, you have to make it, right? Poo, Just like and then you can bring it back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just whack it on the no, head. No, just scared oh. until it releases. Yeah. What do you think is up with all the toilet paper being taken in? Well, at least from the start of the epidemic. What's up with that, huh? Um, that is, yeah. Why, why, is, why is toilet paper so essential? Hmm. Uh, no, that one was honestly just panic. Right, what's up with you know, but also why why toilet paper? Because they why don't toilet use paper the good old fashioned not... spray. Yeah, they don't No no no, but why are people worried about taking toilet it's... toilet time and they're not worried about I don't know, it's the little eating. things in life, you know, that brings you joy. No, I think one guy decided to buy a lot, then another person said to buy a lot. Yeah, it's the mentality. So is it is it purely so it's just pure public hysteria? It's just what what what's the technical term for it? Like the dancing play in France. That was mass hysteria. So yeah. So yeah, so is it is it just mass hysteria? Is that why everyone bought toilet paper? I mean I I understand face masks and hand sanitizers being bought out. But yeah, we are not certified people to talk about this, by the way. Yeah. Just, uh, this, this is our yeah. opinion. I think we're not experts on... No. This is our opinion, but the toilet as, paper is... Just get a, get a tap say, in your toilet, connect... Once all the cards are down, they'll act like animals. I'm just I'm just quoting Joker here. I think that's what it says. I don't yeah, we were very mature. Yeah, we, we, we know a lot about society. But, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no one knows more about society than us and the Joker, but that's purely a coincidence. But, uh, yeah, mass, mass hysteria seems to be quite. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's more to do with. Mass hysteria has more to do with just urban myths. Not really urban myths, but gen- general myths to do with. COVID-19. But I think, by the way, a final point, <laughs> we don't have much you don't long have much left. Long. About two more minutes. We don't have, we don't have much, much time left. Time we don't have much time left. We have to stick strict to our, our schedule. Or should we dive straight into Wait, right the, now. the Chinese national anthem? Okay, go, uh, go. Wait, how long is it? Yeah. Because no, cause we have to end exactly at one twenty. We'll, uh, we'll end yeah. it when the national anthem ends. How long is it though? It better not be one of those long ones. You know what? I'm feeling patriotic. I sing the Malay one. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, it's it's one twenty eight. It's one twenty eight. We can fit it in. No, it's not good. Oh, it's gonna be tight. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, please stand. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>